Hi guys, welcome back to the Copper Flowers Podcast. My name is Fikemi Adirudi, the host of this beautiful podcast. And today we have a special guest, another special guest. And he's going to introduce himself in a little bit. But yeah, thank you guys so much for subscribing. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. And I hope you know, it keeps entertaining you guys and giving you information about everything and anything NYC. So, to our guest today, hi. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, so can you please introduce yourself? My name is Chima Chukudi Opieze. Mm, deep emo. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Anambra. Mm. Only child. Anambra money, big money. You try, you try. Yeah. Well, you can call me the Pope. Mm. Pope has a slash. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I make music. I'm an artist. I do Afro fusion, Afro soul, R&B, hip hop. Why? Okay. Anything, really. Any, any general? Anything, music. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What else do you do? Do you do music? I'm an entrepreneur. Mm. A businessman. You mm. know, you have to. There's another, another one I'm waiting for. And not, eh? What other one? Another, like, job description. Oh. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I have a law degree. <laughs> Why did you start to do that? Because <laughs> like, I feel like I'm more than a lawyer. Mm, we'll get into that, don't worry. Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for being a guest at this episode. So we're going to start off the conversation with, um, you know, I think the general belief is that Abuja and Lagos are like the biggest places people go to to do crime. So they always want to be processed Lagos or Abuja. Guys, what's mm. I had a was for you. Do you think Abuja is as you know based on your experience in Abuja? Do you think it's as hyped as worth the hype here? Let me see that. Oh. Well, it depends on what you're going to Abuja to look for, actually. Isn't that going to Abuja for? No. People that usually come to Abuja, they're looking for something else and then they walk their camp to Abuja. Abuja oh, is like no. a very, very hard place to get into mm-hmm. sometimes. So it depends on what you're looking for. Me personally, music. What are you for? Um, I'm trying to get into the music scene. Mm-hmm. So I was like coming from the uni I went to. Mm-hmm. I decided to get into the Abuja scene, mm-hmm. try and see what the alternative space is looking like, and and I worked it there. Okay, so um, let's start off. Let's let's backtrack, right? Where did you do come? Um, I did camp in Delta. Mm-hmm. I realized that Delta people like to drink. Really? Yeah, I'm from Onitra mm-hmm. and the drinking culture as well. Okay. <laughs> so there was a lot of alcohol in camp. Mm-hmm. Apparently, some camps didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. my camp did not put a lot of alcohol. And it was. They said, the soldiers said that they were trying to show us, you know, what the common man in Nigeria faces every day. Well, it was intense. Really, the kind of experience. How was your reaction like when you got to camp? Like when you just got like you arrived, you saw the gates and everything. What came you came to your mind? I'd say the first thing that came to my mind was prison. (laughs) Prison. Wow. Because I don't think a lot of young people want to. Some people want to. Yeah. But I think some other people don't want to experience. Yeah. Because I've I've never had good stories. I heard. It's 
you get to enjoy it at the end, mm-hmm. but at the beginning, it's always dreadful. Yeah, I like, think it's, talk, a, it's a solid journey. Yeah, talking about it now, it's like, oh, you have like memories, mm-hmm. but like actually being there. So, to start off the conversation, what was like your, um, like, what was the moment where you're like, you can't stay here, like, you want, you want to be outside immediately? Three days in. <laughs> when I saw the toilets and the bathroom. Oh my god. Wow. So That's like this, a general. This is yeah. what I'm going to be doing for the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to leave, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. You're not ready to learn that you had some crazy ass illness. I mean, I tried. <laughs> I tried. I even went to Google, I was searching really? for the name of things, got to the hospital. It was a student doctor yeah. that was attending to us. Opened the door, just they look me at the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> it was not like, um, what's your listen? I dropped it on the table. I was like, I came in prepared, I checked for symptoms, you know, came in, I was like, ah, I'm feeling the pain here and here and here and here. Mm-hmm. He was just looking at me, he didn't say anything. After a while, I kept going, and I looked at me, I was like, you are, you know, say you lie. I was saying you lie, but. See, you can't. I guess it's. I just want to go home. They said I should go and find a way to get the better one at least. Oh my days! The clinic would do this. I say no. I can't. Finally, I left. Then I went to meet um one of the camp officials. Mm-hmm. I was actually giving fifty k. Oh wow! Fifty k. That gets dropped. I didn't, I stayed back. <laughs> so, so I, I forgot to tell you, please speak into the mic with your logo. Yeah, so if you're talking to her, don't. Okay, so generally, right, you know, this is general belief that camp is like extremely crazy, it's not comfortable, and all of that. But we say that's 100% true. Did you actually have no good moments at camp? It was one of it. There are good moments. There are good moments because when you're in hell, you cherish, you know, the good experiences. Yeah, the good experiences you have there. So there were a lot of good moments mm-hmm. that I can think about. But the general experience, well, as I said, bittersweet at the end yeah. because at some other time when we're doing those side programs, Jesus, yeah, yeah, teaching us what most of us basically know. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other information is redundant. We can't read it in the pamphlet. Why are you telling us what we have access to? You know, I think again? my own beef with the whole side pro- uh, program is them reading. Like, when we did side, there was this lady that came to tell you read a PowerPoint. Like, she would read plus the grammatical error. Like, it was, you know, she wasn't explaining or teaching. Like it, was, it was only when they were talking about sex education. I know that's why people were awake. But apart from that, they were just reading the same thing, and it was ridiculous. It was. It, it was, was actually ridiculous. Some of the experiences I was like, okay, you. The government said that the aim mm-hmm. was to unite. Yeah, for Nigeria, you know, But look at where we are right now. Mm-hmm. We can tell that the program is not really working as much as, as it yeah. should. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's slower. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. But like. Nigeria, we never tried to improve on anything, so we're stuck here. I think that's the issue because when it started, like having conversations with like the very, very like, 
elderly people they're like mm. oh it was really great there they probably maybe some of those evil might on those house you know but they made friends who are like they had like friends from other mm. tribes and all of that and it was really nice but then now in this generation you can't expect the same thing you planned as of 50 years ago to still work now because mm-hmm. when they did the anniversary and they celebrated it there wasn't any you know like I feel the main problem is even the country. Whereas if the country isn't developing itself, I don't think NYC is not the main focus for them to develop. Yeah. So I get what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. But what would you say was like your worst moment in camp? Like an experience you had that was really, really terrible. Mm. I dreaded the waking ups. Mm, before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was part of a unit that used to go to go and pump water. So I had to wake up earlier. Really? But it was a sacrifice because because I'm part of that unit, I stayed away from all the parades. Really? This is scope I'm giving you. It's going to Delta. You should pay me. <laughs> so you didn't have to do the... So it make you um, pump water. You can go back to sleep. Yeah. Are you, one. are you serious? For one. I found a few hacks. A few. That's actually so nice. Because <laughs> the mornings were just too crazy and cold. Like, <sighs> mm-mm. I can't imagine, like, because I went with Batch C-Stream too. I think you did as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got to go during the times where it was, like, Hamata and it was a big box. I can't imagine people that are going in this season, the rainy season, like, you could be in this, like, you were bathing and then rain is falling on you or you're on the parade ground. Mm-hmm. So, like, under the sun, I only experienced under the sun. In the rain, I feel like it's much worse. Because you're wearing white and white. In the rain. It's just in rain. rain PPA. Yeah, in Abuja. Okay, PPA. Yeah. When you were now in Abuja. Yeah. Really, how was that, like? Hmm. Going to the paragraph, muddy, everywhere. Nothing you wear going for NYC ever comes back clean. We're always looking like Nigeria happened to us. No. Wait, so I don't understand. Like, you did parade during your PPA? No, not parade. Like, the paragraph where we do, like, the CDS. CDS. Yeah. Oh, it was during the paragraph. Yeah. Let's actually get into your PPA experience. So, when you got your letter, right, you're posting it and you're posted to Abuja. Were you excited? Like, you're deployed to Abuja. Were you excited? Yes. You felt fulfilled? Because <laughs> in camp, I was really, really hoping that I would not get to Abuja. I was hearing that people were going to places that they needed canoes and boats. And yes. I'm like, I cannot <laughs> be doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, journeying through Nigerian waters yes. at this time. It's not for me. <laughs> I just feel like, I'm so, like I, it sounds like a really good adventure, like something to try out, but it's just not worth the risk, in my opinion. You end up in kidnappers then, good adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the fear. So when you got to your PPA, right, where did you serve? Like, where was your PPA? Um, I served in the Batman Mortgage Bank. Really? How was the experience like? It was interesting. Mm-hmm. We're in the legal department. Yeah. Hmm. So how was how how would you describe being a copper in Abuja? Mm-hmm. That space. Well, the space and the rest of Abuja was quite different, mm-hmm. and it was two different experiences. Mm-hmm. So in the workspace, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I got to see Nigerian civil service play politics and. You know, mm-hmm. show themselves yeah. as they are. Isn't as they are. <laughs> you know, yeah. they like, go to witness firsthand. Yeah, how the money in the country is going. <laughs> Interesting. You know, 
But like, um, did it make you like ever reflect on you being a lawyer? Did it make you more passionate about it? Did it make you feel like now you want to do it? Huh. It just showed me that people having the law degree or having the tools mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they will use it for what it's supposed to be used for. Mm-hmm. Everybody get choice at the end of the day. Yeah. So I just saw this is what this person is using their stuff mm-hmm. for. I'm not talking about the legal department, yeah. I'm talking about generally. generally. Yeah. So I got to see like, okay, these are what people that have degrees are mm-hmm. doing in the civil service. Yeah. Why don't we have computers? Why don't we have a database of files? Why is it still... Yeah, your structure is not even sound. Mm-hmm. Do you know that they have hard copies of everything? Like documents, what that, what that. It's a lot of hard copies. Why can't we do digital? Yeah. yeah. At this time. At this time. It I, makes work easier. Because yeah. as a copper, Jesus, file room, that's where you live. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine someone coming in and like, oh, there's something in 19, something, something, something. And you have to literally go through and look for it. My car, you go find that one. Because <laughs> I saw a tweet where someone was like, they went to a file room, tried to look for Because they were talking to a lecturer and mm. they were trying to get their file from when they were in school which was like 30 years ago or something. The teacher was like, oh, no problem. So she was expecting the lecturer to like open, you know, her laptop and find it. And you're like, okay, let's, it was not a key for keys to one storage. Huh. And I'm like, it's- It has evolved you, like, files. I just paper. Why? And the thing is, I feel like the way with paper, you'll get dusty, you'll start to. Mm-hmm. So how are we really preserving it? That's actually a concern. And if you find out now, somewhere, somewhere, there's probably a budget for tech somewhere. Yeah. Do you get? You so, never know. So that's actually... It's Nigeria. Right. <laughs> it's actually part of the scary part. So let's talk about CDS, right? How yeah. was your CDS experience like for you? Mm-hmm. So CDS is basically community development service. So you get to do it every week, right? So how was it like for you? Because let me share my own CDS, CDS experience. So far, it's been... It's been, I don't even know. Which of the seniors you I'm in ICT. So that's on uh-huh. Thursdays. So the only one that okay. really scares me is general CDS because you have a lot, you know, Lagos now, there are a lot of coppers, especially like ATOs are one. So like there are people everywhere. So sometimes when we come in, it's like a mass, <laughs> like I don't even think the staff know how to, like, are able to like handle all of us. Like just so many people. And so, all we just come and do, maybe thumbprint, somebody comes to talk about one course we should take for free, somebody comes to talk about how we should do this thing, then somebody comes to speak about their business and all of that. It's just, it's just very rowdy. But like for my personal STCDS, like recently, um, we got a talk from some guy that owns his computer business or something, and it was interesting. And now we plan to like go to schools to help students learn more about ICT and stuff like that. That should That's, be interesting. That should be interesting, right? But like the general one of coming, trying to write your name, thumb printing. When I first started, before they changed our LGI, it was rowdy. Like it was a mess. Like you see people... And if, the, if there's no proper government, then... If there's no ordinance. Yeah. And you see, the people that were like the leaders before they passed out, they were so like, they are extremely strict. But these new guys, they're literally like, so young. So when they're even like, um, come, don't go here. People are just like, excuse me. To be honest, I got to see that 
there are a lot of things that we as the youth, mm -hmm. we blame the older generation for doing, and yes, they play their fault, and we're oh doing God. the same thing that is so at CDS. I'll sit and I'm watching Nigerians display because now we're like a confluence of people from mm -hmm. everywhere. The experience, you get to see people, but it's little detail mm -hmm. because it's not much, it's, yeah. you're not spending much time with them, mm -hmm. so you're not, My... you're not absorbed mm -hmm. the environment that much. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to see Nigerians be Nigerians. Fight for line. Why are you fighting for line? Just queue. Yes. Just queue. Why? It made it made me also understand that a lot of things we complain about in the leaders, I actually notice them with the little mm -hmm. leaderships. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, when you come, this is you write your name and no. Like it's just always and I'm like, how do you uh, like how is it going to work? Because it even gets to a point where you're even influenced and you're like, oh if there's cause you figure out that there's no line again that they are following. And like, you know what, me sitting here would just be a waste of time because even the people that came after, it was when I was in a situation where someone that came after me, like maybe hours after, I just passed me. I was like, oh, are you doing? She's like, yeah, she just went to the dumpling. <laughs> I said, me that we here to sell me up. It's like 10. What do you mean? You just went. She was like, she just walked in. And then I went to the and she just walked in. You know, I even felt, because like, I like following the room. So I was like, should I talk? But in that state, you want, you just want to be out. And Some people say Nigeria is the jungle. When you roam, act like the Romans. So, so like, jungle cats. Nah, it's just too. Yeah, these days we are cats in the industry. <laughs> so, what cities were you in? I was in EPS. What was EPS? Hmm. Environmental and sanitation. Oh, like so how was that like for you? Um, we didn't do any environmental or sanitation or anything. Really? We would just come, sit down, and wait for attendance. And you can't, we're spending three, four hours mm -hmm. just to come sit down and sign. Yeah. I always so, have Netflix stacked up. I'm like, wow. What's the point? Exactly. <laughs> I think that's why some people stab it, don't you think? Yeah. That's why some people stab it. Because, like, Nigeria is a mess. We need to have structure mm -hmm. in a lot of places. Like, we need to start coordinating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, you need... Everyone's selfish, thinking about themselves. That's so true. You know, even the group leaders, you'll be hearing things about them taking money on the side for different things. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. oh, we are donating money for this. Donating money to buy donating money to buy a laptop. And I'm a bit skeptical because I'm like, I'm not so sure that I'm using forward. money. To the because there's some schools they went to and they realized that they don't have proper IC rooms. Oh. So like, oh, we should donate. And I'm like, is it us that we donate all of that? Mm. Like, well, that's that's like a good deal on. Like, that's if it is actually useful to do the gets. That's why I'm a bit skeptical. But I'm like, what if it's not? Then you know, I'm going with my money. <laughs> but yeah, PPA, like the general PPA experience here, like working as a company, did you ever feel weird, like in your khaki, like going to work or going to go for CDS? Did you encounter any like favors because you're a copper? Well, we just felt like part of to mix up the society mm -hmm. that Nigeria is. Um, in the office, we didn't go to office with um, khaki wears. Yeah. So the days I had to wear khaki was during the serious days. And I'm just going straight to Usain. Mm -hmm. I stayed in Guarampa. Crazy place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, on my way to Usain, mm -hmm. I always pass through the market. Mm -hmm. So it depends on what kind of copper you are. If you're like a 
flexing person, you yeah. like to dye your hair yeah. and stuff, and you're walking through, say, markets. <laughs> They're just looking at you weird. Really? Yeah, I dyed my hair at one point brown because I wanted to do like a video for something. Mm-hmm. Then, go to the market. I noticed that I'm walking, probably we're just crossing the road. I'm like, ah, why are you avoiding me? I said you were. That's so weird. Yeah, it was weird. So, I noticed that, got to work, came back, went home, the same thing. Then, moving around, getting into Kekes and some places, I noticed that everybody was like giving a straight face when I tried to talk to me and stuff yeah. like that. But like it was different. Yeah, and I now realized, oh, it's the hair, it's the hair. Because mm-hmm. I think like there's a lot of, I don't know what the English is, but like when it comes to like doing things like maybe piercing to like braiding mm-hmm. your hair, you know what, like a very cultural focused country. Yeah. So there are lots of things that are just, yeah, that's why you see Nigerian mothers who scream. True. Because they are so concerned. Another thing is like, you know, different environment, different rules mm-hmm. apply, yeah. so. You know, when in Rome, you act like, like Romans. But okay, so for your PPA, right? Was there anything like? Did you live in? A, have you ever lived in Abuja? Prior to prior to MIC. No, I just used to visit. Okay, so like living there now, what where were you living before? When I come to Abuja. Like before you came to Abuja, where were you living before? Oh, Anambra. Okay, so like, was there any like cultural shock moving from Anambra to Abuja that you had to like maneuver? Mm. There were a few, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, because being an evil person mm-hmm. and coming from the East and, you know, Biafra war yeah. happening, which is always a very touchy subject in Nigeria, you always tend to have like certain biases, mm-hmm. you know, that you think of a certain area. And then getting to Abuja, some biases were corrected. So I got to see, oh, okay, this is not how these guys are, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I got to see some other things about them as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. well, Abuja is not going deep into the north, but yeah. still... Like, you have an idea. Because yeah. when we have guests, some of them talk about how, like, this guest we had to see, he said in Nasarawa. Mm. So he said that with Nasarawa, a lot of the, um, you know, stereotypes that we, he had heard about growing up, like, all oh, these people are like this, they're like that, just coming to be with them, hands-on, like, working with them, interacting with them, you realize that they're actually not the way people describe them to be. True. And I think that's one of the things that NYC wanted to achieve. Yeah. And it kind of helps, to be honest. I see. I, It helps a bit, mm-hmm. but there's still, like, a larger population of yeah. people that, you know, it's not changing anything for mm-hmm. So it means that there's a problem somewhere. It's yeah. not fixing the problem. It just makes a gradual yeah. difference. It's too slow. <laughs> Actually, just one year, right? Yeah, and because can. right now, yeah. as I'm, I've left Abuja. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in Lagos now, mm-hmm. and I'm reading on the news. Oh, so so, so is happening here. Yeah. someone will stab. You know, mm-hmm. all those things. You, some things yeah. start to come back. Yeah, so it's weird. Really? Mm-hmm. So being in Abuja, right? Um, it's believed to be. That's one of the popping places, very amazing places. How are you able to balance your social life with working as a lawyer in Abuja? Because you're an artist as well. So I was getting that. So like how are you able to balance like following your passion, having your social life and being a copper like lawyer working and stuff? Huh. How did I balance it? Well, 
being a young person mm-hmm. coming into the city, I lived alone yeah. as well. So you get to face taking full responsibility for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it was an interesting dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you be tested a few times, learn a what few kind lessons. Of tests, what kind of lessons? Mm. Can we get into that? First, public transport. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, unless your papa is Dangote <laughs> and you have some kind of funds, mm-hmm. you will use Marwa for public transport. <laughs> you okay. gotta. And then from Guarimpa to Wuse mm-hmm. and Guarimpa to Central Area, yeah. which was where I worked, two different routes. Sometimes they follow certain particular paths, yeah. Well, I had to come out, wait for the car. It was just a whole different experience for me mm-hmm. because in the East, it's a different transport system mm-hmm. as well. There's more kekes and buses mm-hmm. and private cars mm-hmm. than um, car taxis. Okay. Yeah. So, so in Abuja, there were like more car taxis. Yeah, there were more car taxis and more like any car. Like anybody was doing taxi in Abuja. Really? I'm telling you, Sienna, a Jeep, you know that this one's driver that is basically oh, using the car okay, to okay, get yeah, a little bit more phones, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, I see what's going on. Really? I'll enter. <laughs> but then, weren't you ever like scared? Did you ever feel like security conscious? Do you have any security escapades? To be honest, that was the reason why I felt Kaki just made us just blend in. It's like, you have Nigeria property. Yeah. It does Wakayeta. That's last copper. But I just had to make sure that I was out within a time frame. Mm-hmm. I wasn't... You will catch me near public transport around 7. Really? I've heard it. That early? Yeah. Why? As a young person. Because, mm-hmm. huh, there might be a few stabbings. Really? Yeah. Depending on what route. Oh, wow. 7.38, yeah. Did you know people that had to deal with that? Yeah, one or two. So that must have been scary. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go out and ball at night... You have to have a car. You have to have a car or boats. Yeah. Get money for boats. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Because like everywhere in Abuja is far from each other in a way. Mm-hmm. Free road. Yeah. So you're getting there fast, but there's still distance between the places. Mm-hmm. So a lot of lonely express in oh, the yeah, night. Yeah. But living in Lagos, right, and also like the fact that... Abuja, would you actually say that there's no traffic in Abuja? Don't like, don't like, don't like, don't like. Living in Lagos or living in Abuja, mm-hmm. please, there's no traffic in Abuja. Really? I'm telling you. But guys right now it's not. In Lagos. <laughs> Which honestly. guys? Which guys? Lagos has no offense. I love you people, but. Yes, I'm really, really. It's crazy. I was because of the impatience. Yes, like, the line is moving. Why are you still honing? It's not going to hold you. You want to fly. <laughs> Like, you could be in a street, let's say this is like a C-junction or something. Someone, like maybe cars are going straight and mm-hmm. then if you're going to turn this way, you turn this way. Someone that is going straight, because this one is going through, now turn this way, now wants to go. And then maybe something happens, they get stuck there. So it's not causing traffic for people that are meant to come. Mm-hmm. Next thing is just horns and horns, everyone is honking. Impatient. Like, it's such a mess. There's, there was a time I literally witnessed it happen before my eyes and I spent one hour on the spot. Because nobody wanted to reverse for the other person. 
And that's strong hair, that's stubbornness. They are giddy. That's it's the just, problem with Lagos traffic. That what causes Lagos It's the fact that it's, human. it's caused by humans. Yeah, we are all roads. afraid of the traffic. So we're all selfish about it. Yeah. all rushing in at the same time. Just show love, you know. Let your neighbor pass. Once in a while. I also think that the roads are so small and there are lots of potholes. So when everybody's yeah, trying to, like, let's say on this lane, there are lots of potholes. So everybody's trying to follow here. And it's a road that's meant to take like three cars, but mm-hmm. everybody tries to follow one lane. So it definitely be traffic. But hopefully it gets better. I enjoy not the idea. <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. So like, um, focusing more on PPA again, right? Would you say that um, you would recommend like for law uh, graduates and stuff? Because you know you guys have to go to law school and then do it. Like there's a whole process for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Would you recommend that... Um, Abuja could be a good place for a lawyer to serve. Mm. Depends on what you want to do. Mm. Um, real estate, Abuja. Um, oh, there are particular yeah, areas. Yeah, that are very few areas thrive in Abuja. Really? Anything that has to do with selling land, real estate, APG is your way to Is it people would actually buy actually yeah. ABG Because I heard land is good business. But it's not that profitable mm. in Abuja because most of the real estate properties in Abuja are built by high-end developers. Okay. But the market in Abuja is the coppers and the servants because Abuja, it's, there's very little middle class in ABJ, so it's mm. high class and lower class. Mm. Yeah. So there's no in-between? Very little. So that locks or not locks at all? Yeah. Is that that you have or you have not? <laughs> So the police in Abuja, they are friendly to people that look like they have, because they know our problem. <laughs> That's why police problem in Abuja is not as tight as in Lagos. In Lagos, yeah, Lagos, because everybody's mad here. You know, like. <laughs> like, just, you know, I think it's also because like everybody always comes here for greener pastures. Like yeah, in Lagos too. So why did you join us? You know the music. I gotta come where it is. Really. And make some noise. Yeah. So were you working in ninety five at your PPA? Um, it was a nine to four. Okay. Four thirty. Okay. Sometimes. So like every day. Every day. So yeah, when did you find time for your social life? I would stop on some days. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That was the only way. Yeah. Some days I just not show up. Then they just be calling. Where are you? Where are you? Did you say it's because like the transition was a lot, like going from you know the school structure and everything to just having to show up at work every single day? Yes, it was a lot because I don't, I knew I didn't want office work mm-hmm. ever, so it felt like another prison being <laughs> there, mm-hmm. stuck. So I had to like come in, wear my airpods, and you come in, your work is already on your table. They are not even wasting time, you ain't joking around. <laughs> wow, I swear, with your name on it, CC Chima. So the pile of documents to vet because the bank mm-hmm. and the guarantee loans for yeah. um, real estate development and mm-hmm. car loans for employees and some other things. Mm-hmm. It's a nice juicy thing that they serve, or they're supposed to be serving, but yeah. you know, Nigeria. <laughs> Portals here and there. Right. Yeah. But, um, so you just resume, see stuff on your table? See work, plenty. So I'm just there, sitting down, and just vetting, vetting applications, vetting loan applications. Because as a lawyer, I have to go through the contracts, mm-hmm. make sure that they're 
no issues with the title documents to the mm-hmm. property. Yeah. Um, make sure that is be saying, okay, this guy actually owns this thing that mm-hmm. he wants to use to collect the loan. Yeah. And check other things. Check land registry. Do a lot of things. Wow. So, like, I want to backtrack a bit, right? So, when you were, was it like a thing for you, like studying law? Was it a thing where you were younger and you always wanted to be a lawyer? Well, how did the passion come? Mm. Because now, like, you know, we always have these dreams when we're younger, and then when we come in our doors, we're just like, um, it's not really what I thought it was. So, yeah, you have another passion on the side. So, how was it like for you? Um, so, my dad is a lawyer. Okay. And. Yeah, I guess he played an influence anyway, mm-hmm. but he didn't directly just say, oh, go and study law. Yeah. I just saw, okay, it made him more aware of the society. Because mm-hmm. in my house, you're watching news on the TV or some other random documentary or cartoons, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you want to, but him being there watching news. Like, that's what you kept seeing yeah, all the time. I kept seeing, and he had his friends over a lot, so conversations and you know we're on each people i'm from on each mm-hmm. and on each people we love whiskey yeah so when there's a whiskey bottle and their conversations are flowing, conversations are flowing i'm the only son so i'm just standing there with the bottle <laughs> i'm basically the servant you know mm-hmm. get me a bottle pour the drink mm-hmm. and stand in the corner so i'm just always listening to politics random stuff yeah so i got to see that okay Law was quite knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and the way Nigeria is right now, there are very limited things that you can study in school and come out yeah. and be able to climb up. So, as an art student, I'm like, okay, let's study law. Really? So, we posted at your PPA now, did it make the passion grow more? Was it just like, okay, this law, I'm not really sure anymore? To be honest, the law for me has always just been a source of knowledge. Mm. That's all, it's all. And I want to use it for other things apart from what taxes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just rudimentary. It's because Nigeria is where it is right now, and mm-hmm. everybody is thinking you must go to court. The entertainment scene right now is making a whole lot more money. Mm-hmm. Lawyers, they are becoming more profitable, so it's looking more lucrative. There's oil and gas. Yeah. Um, it depends on the sector. Yeah. It fits into the circuit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it depends on the sector. Really? So. People that are doing, I mean, lawyers in Lagos here working for companies mm-hmm. that do corporate law practice. Now, those ones are making books. You can't do corporate law practice in some other parts of Nigeria because mm-hmm. this is where all the companies, the international brands are. Yeah. They get the big books. Really? That's interesting. So, as a copper, how did you like balance your music into that life? Mm. Music, I think, for me, has always just been. A source of stress relief. Mm. Yeah. So it's a way of expressing tiredness, anger, mm-hmm. sadness, joy in a way that okay fetch a lot of money mm-hmm. on the side, but you know, keeps me whole. Yeah, did you use that as did you use music as a coping mechanism when NYC was stressing out? Oh yes. Throughout UNICEF, it was a coping mechanism. NYC, it was my holy grail. <laughs> <laughs> because the stress of Nigeria, I don't know, it hit. Mm-hmm. It hit because, little secret, my dad didn't want me to come to Abuja at first. Mm-hmm. 
he wanted me to serve in Delta mm-hmm. but as an artist I needed to leave I had yeah, to get out mm-hmm. so I got to Abuja so for a while he wasn't sending me money because he was like okay you want to go Oh, that's tough one to manage. Yeah. I want to talk about finances. Yeah. So, he would give me bailout funds once in a while when they were desperate. But other than that, you're mostly just on your own. So, I had the NYC salary plus mm-hmm. the work money, which was around 75k. Mm-hmm. But, like, transport to that office was collecting like 35. Bro, like. And I'm talking about public transport. Yes. Do you know now, like the state of fuel now, because like, I think a liter is about 600 and something. The normal, let's say you're going to take a bus, let me say from Aja mm. to phase one, let's say a bus used to be like 500. A bus is like a thousand now. Hmm. I, I think I want to say. imagine what couples serving right now are going through. Like, I'm sorry for you guys. Even the 33k cannot. I remember the first, when I initially started in the previous PPA, I was working in fire repair, mm. changed, right? I was spending about 40k on transportation alone. It, it was just a lot. I mind you. And the thing is, it was be also because of like safety. Because mm-hmm. as much as um, I can, I try to avoid using public buses. Because I've heard, like most of my friends that did capsule, they got attacked or someone, you know, harassed them and all of that. So it's not always like my first to jump at because of security reasons mm. but then the alternative is ridiculous like an uber right here today was like 7k and i'm like idea how do you how do you keep up right and you know people are like oh you use a uh, you're ordinary ride you're using rides like flex and everything you know it's because like if i use a bus even if that ride for your life is also at risk so true it's just a very dicey thing to balance because right, so this is what adulthood in Nigeria is. Oh my god. Wow. The transition. The transition there's no it's like the what the government is doing to us. Like just wake up the next day, petrol is this, you wake up the next day, um school fees for Unilag or public schools has gone from thirty K to hundred and fifty K or something like that. It's like yeah. it's just wild. But how so you're talking about Our the guy said hit the ground running, so <laughs> Right. Hit the ground. So you're talking about the transition, right? And you like following your passion and then dealing with your parents with that. Was that like later on smooth or like it took a while? Uh, was well, a funny story. Started mm. off. So I was trading crypto, mm-hmm. forex with robots, intelligence, prime capital, one company like that. Mm-hmm. So. I took a loan from one of my friends, mm-hmm. yeah, 500k. Wow. You can call it ambitious, but I was like, sacrifice for the dream, you know? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, I that was what gave me the ginger to believe and go to Abuja. Because when you was like, okay, no money, I was like, okay, I, I still have something at least. Yeah. And then where I was staying, I wasn't paying rent, thanks mm-hmm. to him. So, I was there for a while. Mm-hmm before I now moved to get my own place. Mm-hmm. So, um, getting there to Abuja, stuff was trading, you know, I was going to, that's, I got to Abuja before NYC. Okay. Yeah, so I finished from my uni in November, mm-hmm. finished exams in July, mm-hmm. then did the convocation in November, but the period between 
August to then. Yeah. I was in Abuja for a while, mm-hmm. came back for the graduation, okay. left back to Abuja okay. before service started. I wanted to get a feel of the environment. Okay. Yeah. So that period started trading. In camp, I met some other people that were trading mm-hmm. and I got to learn more about the whole Forex with Robust thing. Then came back to Abuja, things were going fine, you know. In the place I was staying. You're being the soft boy. I was a soft boy. Yo. I was going to work every day, mm-hmm. you know, take a few days off once in a while, mm-hmm. go out for social events, try and do my whole artist link off shit, recording yeah. stuff. Vibe was vibing, mm-hmm. you know. Then all of a sudden, I had to leave the place I was staying because. It's a family friend's place. Yeah. And then we're having issues. Mm. One of Oh that yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. But it's not like they live there. Yeah. They live somewhere else, but like Shasti has some issues. Yeah. Then I had to leave. I had to not find my own place. So getting my own place, moving in, spending like just one week in my own place. One day I'm at work, just doing my shit, and then I pick up my phone and I'm seeing on the random because there's a group chat yeah. for us and then they're like random places to check for news. I was just saying that oh that they got hacked. I'm like, huh? <laughs> 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 oh the crypto thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was like hacked. I had to look my phone. <laughs> By then the money there had gotten to like 1.2 M. I'm like, okay. And, That's cool. Yeah. And when I moved out I wanted to give that guy his money before I moved out because the money had already gotten. As yeah. I moved out, where I was staying was at my cousin's place. Mm-hmm. He was in Biz for Masters. Yeah. And he was living in an off camp hostel that mm-hmm. they didn't cook. Yeah. So he basically just buy food. Mm-hmm. And so many years they come out. Because buy food. ordering food every mm-hmm. day. Only yeah. years they go, they go, they go, they go, <laughs> they go. And I spent like four weeks waiting for my new place. Mm-hmm. Wherever, see in Abuja house hunting. Hmm. That's a whole different story. I was going to ask like the trying to get to a place and you know this you know copper salary. You think it's even possible? Hmm. Depends on where you're looking at. Um, but does your company have like a lodge where you guys look up at? I heard that they may have had, mm-hmm. but like you weren't interested. I didn't even know where it was. Um, mm-hmm. I've been seeing lodges online. Yeah. They weren't looking pretty, so mm-hmm. I just didn't bother. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in Abuja, trying to get a place to stay, if your budget is like 500k and below. Hmm. 500k? And below. Let's say 250 mm-hmm. to 500k. Because if it's less than 250 or 200k, I don't know where you want to stay up. Really? Zabuja, I swear. Wow. Even in Lagos, I don't even think you can get a place for that. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. Like, getting a comfortable place. Like, imagine you have process. Someone that's always lived, for example, in Anabra, mm-hmm. and they always had, like, the same family and everything, and then the government puts them somewhere like Lagos, or puts them to Delta or somewhere like that. And when they get there, they have to start their life, and then they have this 3K to report in place. What if they, where they're posted doesn't have a lodge? What's the lodge in the conducive you react or something? And you have to start it more. I feel like if you're going to do such a project, you have to be able to like, finance it well. 
Thank you. Because there are lots of people involved, lots of lives involved, even with the security. So there are couples that got um, in car accidents, there are couples that got, you know, a lot of things. Like two, three months ago, I saw something about a couple in Delta that. Yeah, I think had I saw car accidents. Like, and people were trying to solicit funds for her because she had crazy. a huge burn, but then she ended up passing away. I think you are going to serve your country. So I'm like, personally, I feel like. It's a beautiful initiative. I love this whole thought, but like the, the how it's done. Like that's why I think this podcast is there. Like just to educate more, more people and give them a better idea and also talk about it because it's a lovely initiative. Like you talk to people from other countries. Yeah, if I have a solution for them, we don't want to listen. Really, we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> so like when I talk to people from other countries, they're just like, oh, wow, your country actually, because you know, for a while, like NYC was just so basic to me that I didn't realize that it's only Nigeria, right? That. Mm-hmm. People do something like that for their youths, and it's actually beautiful. Imagine in the US now when you graduate, you send someone to work for a year to help you get a job, like an internship, mm-hmm. and they pay you every month. I mean, you come, like it sounds nicer, they were already thinking about it, but that's because they have a structure and their country on its own is already mm-hmm. working good. Good morals, people right. are willing to help you. They're still crazy stuff, gun violence, mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. But like, let's go back to like the financial parts. Like, how are you able to, you know, go about getting your place and recover from? Seen, you know, they got hacked. <laughs> oh. My dear. So, um, that day in the office, I was just staring at my phone. Like, wow, 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 wow. And my friends are telling me, can I give this guy back his money now? I was like, if I give him back now, I literally just have like maybe 50k, 100k left because yeah. the phones are gone. But, I was like, okay, let's keep building. I left it, it kept building, building, building. So, by the time it got hard, it was, that was when it was about 1.2. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, at that point, what can I do? Wait, everything was gone. Yeah, the money was there, but mm-hmm. I couldn't get it out. Yeah. Damn. So, I was staring at it on my phone. I just didn't look at <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't bring it out. Nothing, nothing. Next thing they are saying um, that they will convert it to tokens and then we will now use tokens to buy back on money. So token for token. Yeah. So I go buy back 1.2 with 1.2. <laughs> it was just another scam. Yeah. So I was like, nope, you can't fool me twice. Damn, that was having top dealing with that with your friend. Yeah. How, how are you going yeah, to explain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but how did you, how were you able to like stand back on your feet? Especially because like, you know, you went there to chase your dream and you're working. Yeah, definitely. All my music, uh, Waka just paused for a while. Mm-hmm. Probably was the depression for a bit. Just a bit. So now I must have been in roads. Mm-hmm. And I still doing nights with hope. My guy. <laughs> so <laughs> Public transport to, like, to work every yeah. day. Just like, every day. Every day. Just woke up, plug my head, just dress. Like, this is the same routine. Yeah, you know, as a musician, you know, mm-hmm. take some grass, get out, mm-hmm. get to work, sit down there, just doing work and shit, coming back and shit, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, your music. Okay, so, <laughs> chasing that dream, right? Mm-hmm. And also being a lawyer, how's that been for you? Hmm. I think you mentioned it's been an interesting journey. Mm-hmm. My songs are fire now, mm-hmm. much much better. I got, I had to like, well, they said when you're down, mm-hmm. you just 
you know, pull through. Yeah. Even if it's like a still moment for a bit. So I just kept recording, recording a lot more shit. Mm. So I have a lot of songs ready for Nigerians. Really? <laughs> That's actually nice. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that you always, you're also able to like come out of that. And like, you know, it's a new stage where you're trying to be an adult and discover more about yourself. And mm. then you have to deal with such a huge thing at the same time. Yeah. So that must have been super, super crazy. Mm. But like your friends, did you have friends also in Abuja that you knew that made like living and, you know, that makes life easier for you? Yeah, 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 a couple of guys mm-hmm. from my uni, we all moved to Abuja, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. It was easy to, like, you know, figure out things. Because, you know, when you're posted to a different place, it can be quite difficult for you to navigate it. Especially, like, feeling alone, missing family, being homesick and stuff. Uh, I feel me, I'm a sojourner, so I like to... You like be, adventures? Yeah, I like adventures. I think that's one of the... See, another reason why I picked music was that it was the only thing I could see professional-wise out be able to travel the world and mm. still in a way be attached to Nigeria. Because mm. why wouldn't you be happy to be black and be where and be proud of where you're from? But yeah. you know, country is making it impossible. Mm. But we're still trying. Yeah. You know, so I was like music. So adventure. You know, mm. adventure. Did being a copper contribute anything to your music life? Mm. A bit. Really? How? I got to see what the youths of Nigeria look like. <laughs> Wait, I don't know, it's like, I Yes, no. Random as young people are CDS, you're watching everybody. Okay, so me personally, I like to observe people, mm-hmm. like I have it. So during CDS, I just come and sit down in one place and I'm quiet, I'm just looking at everybody and watching what's going on mm-hmm. and notice the tiny details. Yeah. So um, I got to see how the young people in Nigeria uh, mm. let's see the creative side, I got to see the hustle spirit, you know, mm-hmm. what makes us stick where yeah. we are. Nigeria. Streets. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Different characters, Jesus. Mm. There's some people that when they come to come when they come to see us, sorry, just looking at them like wow. Especially <laughs> <laughs> with drama. Like yeah. someone's filed. Probably looking for files and all of that. So that can be so so crazy. That's a... I remember this time I was trying to like okay, I don't know if they do for your CDS rights, but in ours when you um, get your CDS forms and everything, when you fill it after doing your thought printing and all that, you put the file back into your bag. So you're not allowed to take your file, like leave with your files. Uh-huh. In our car I mean but in my local government. I don't know why they do that, because when you come back they now put all the files out. You know, everybody's now like looking for their own files so they can go up to their number and it's always so chaotic. There's also that that like, makes sense. Okay, please can I And Abuja everybody has their own really? their own stuff. But I don't know why they can't just let it I think in different states it's hard like um the process is different. Yeah. It's handled differently. So what would you say is a way that Nigeria can actually make where I see better? Do you think it needs a reformation? I agree I think it needs a reformation. I don't want it to be cancelled. Do you think it should be cancelled or it should be reformed? I think for unity to foster, mm-hmm. it means getting to know each other better. Mm-hmm. To get to know each other better, you need to spend more time with each other. I feel one year is not enough. But you can't stop people's life, you know, mm-hmm. for NYSC. So why not apply the principles of the program to like 
university system, I don't know, four years, five years in a different environment, you get to understand them a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, and you're actually immersed yeah. for longer. But I think um, that happened in uni a lot, because in, like, with uni, right, you meet people from different states yeah. and different, like, that's how most of the stereotypes I have for different cultures stopped, because I dealt with the house and I dealt with the Well, it depends on the uni, though. If, for example, and depends on where, because, mm-hmm. like, there are places like Lagos, Abuja, mm-hmm. Port Harcourt, and maybe Akwaibom and Kanu, being like heavy commercial cities, you might yeah. have a mix of different tribes and ethnic groups mm-hmm. to certain degrees. But the rest of Nigeria doesn't have that advantage because mm. they're not economically sound. So they're yeah. basically just, it's just the same people. Yeah. So it's more remote. Mm-hmm. That's why the cities and the remote areas. Yeah, I actually get what you mean. But generally, I feel like we just really need a huge reformation. And in comparison to uni, like still, one year might not be enough, but I think that one year is still enough time. Like, just one of Maybe if the country was safer, yeah. people might want to even go to another state to go and study yeah. and move around. When was the last time anybody was taking proper road trip? Like, road trip for Nigeria. <laughs> there was a guest we had that served in Gombe, and talking about his experience in Gombe states, he actually like he got to like visit places and see different things he always saw in movies. But then the journey, getting there, the experience on his own wasn't something so pleasant. And that's the thing. It's not like we don't like personally. I want to like you know go to different places like um, Obudukatu Ranch. Like there's so many beautiful places. But like the process of getting if I could just disappear and appear there, <laughs> it would be different. But like I have a friend. The flight and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said on his journey, on his way to the place, because he's Yoruba mm-hmm. and then he doesn't understand the language of the place. At mm-hmm. some point they were in a car. He was just hearing, you know, people talking and he, generally instincts when you hear a foreign foreign language, yeah. you tend to get scared. Because mm-hmm. you, you don't know, feel safe. Yeah, because it's Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And the road was very lonely, mm-hmm. remote villages, and apparently they have a lot of um, oranges, mm-hmm. heaps and heaps of oranges around. But like, after spending a week mm-hmm. or so in camp, leaving the place, he got a bit, you know, comfortable, comfortable. around here in the language. Yeah. and everything. So. Well, like, yeah, it works for some people. Do you know, there are even some people that, like my dad, my dad served in Calabar State. Yeah. He now ended up doing his master's in Calabar. And, wait. you know, for a second, I felt like Calabar was my state. <laughs> but yeah. Calabar oh, is Cross River now. Yeah, cro- sorry, not Calabar State, Cross River State. Yeah, <laughs> like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah. Cross River State, yeah, Calabar. So he served there and he actually had a great time. Even because obviously he's Yoruba. Man, and at home we end up making a lot of calabar food like mm. mostly calabar food like he's just like the system he speaks like he can have a conversation with someone about like in their language and a bit of like um aquabum language like he can just be journey flow and that was because of his nys experience so for them i think they had such a great time back then back then i like, think the problem was the problem with why nyc is not working right now is every other contributing factor mm-hmm security, mm-hmm. chaos in Nigeria. So as a copper, life is terrible. Mm-hmm. So it's not actually a 
joyful experience. Mm-hmm. You know? You're just trying to get past. Because most people are just yeah. saying, let me just get this one year done. Because mm-hmm. apparently, you can't even get a job, a proper job, without your NYC certificate. Not to talk of places that would, you know, want to huh, sugar mummies and sugar daddies in exchange for let me get you into this ministry yeah, yeah. or that ministry. And that's where that comes You know, they say Abuja men are nice. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Well, you yeah, actually want to talk to a babe that served in Abuja because I hear lots of stories. Oh, you should. You yeah. definitely should. Maybe we should. If you're Crazy. interested, let's us know actually. Well, yeah, generally to wrap up the conversation, yeah, I I think that information will be good. But like for you, right, you're now in law school. Right. How is that like for you? Like you know, you're now putting your passion, putting your dreams, doing what you need to do. Yeah, don't not, NYC not, now. Not completely, mm-hmm. because the law school is a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. More intense, rigid mm-hmm. reading and system that all makes the law the law. Yeah. Very rigid. Mm-hmm. So. Just getting back into the feel of being an education system. Yeah, being an education system and a very strict one at that. Mm-hmm. It's a bit hard to balance, but you know, we need to try. Yeah. What can we do? We need to get the week done so we can continue. <laughs> and probably your passion. Yeah. I think for you, it's more like, you know, I already started this journey, let me finish the law degree and finish it well. This will be done. So I can actually, so in case you need to pick it up, you pick it up. No, I'm definitely picking it up later, but not practice, practice. Now. Maybe go do music first. Mm. Okay. So to wrap up, please plug your I don't know your music, how people can reach out to you, listen to your songs and all that. Okay. Um check me out at the Pope T H E then Pope P O P E the O has a slash. So you can type the normal O and when when you see it, you see the one with the slash and you know that me. Mm-hmm. And then you see my face. Okay. So check anywhere, Spotify, Apple Music, anyway. Okay. What song do you recommend you listen to first? Mm. Start with I Confess. What did you confess? You check, check it out. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and thank you so much for being a guest on today's episode. You're welcome. Please welcome. tell them to like. Please. She does some good content. Um, Follow up to yeah. the needful. Tell them to subscribe to subscribe our to YouTube the channel. Like, yeah. comment. Thank you guys so much and I'll see you in our next one. Bye. Bye.